Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Gay Side Stories, friends, where the gay shit goes, and in my case, where the gay shit goes to die. I am your host, Trillificent. Thank you again for joining me. Remember to use the hashtag GaySidePod when you are live tweeting or posting about the show. Thank you so very much. And I'm not going to waste a lot of time. We have a return guest this week, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey everyone, I am Sadai, aka Simon the All Seeing Sultan of Chill, aka Is the Meat Salen. Chill. AKA Yes, Chill. AKA this the the slightly spiritual nigga with a couple extra hints of nigga. And I think I'm all out of AKAs. It's been a long ass day. I long feel week. Shit. Like the last time you were here, we had this conversation on the show about you coming telling lies. I don't know why you continue to do this like i don't know why Look, i live word... in my truth no you don't because the word chill should not be coming out of your mouth i understand the words that are coming out of your mouth however they are the incorrect words so Listen, i feel like we all interpret things a little bit differently perhaps but when i say i am chill i am living and speaking in my truth okay Amen. so what you mean is it's chilly outside and you don't have the heat on gotcha okay cool well, actually, it's sixty degrees today. I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm just being a chill person as always. Oh, okay. So you have a chill. Okay. So you got a code. Got it. All right. Cool. 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 Um. So- okay. All right. I'm, I'm just gonna make a note of this for the next time you claim to be chill or on topic or something. Okay. I never claim to be chill. I claim to be what I am, and that is me, and that is unchill. What it is. No, I don't put those labels. Don't put those boxes and and things around me ricky bobby right i am just let's see that i am that's a concept that that's a concept that fits all though no you know what speaking of concepts you have a concept for business so let's hear about it (laughs) okay i see what you did there all right well um for those who have been have been following me for a while i am i usually do tweet um spreads with the hashtag reading tarot um, so that is actually that's actually my business that I've been working on full time for the last few months. So that's something I'm actually I'm really proud of. I, you know, I, I kind of burned out of the corporate world not too long ago, and from there I just kind of had to I had to take control over my life and start focusing on things that actually felt right instead of trying to fit into a box. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's it's pretty interesting. To me, it's pretty interesting work. Like, I've always... I would say I'm not your typical, like, future-oriented tarot reader, I would say. I'm more focused on kind of, like, digging into the blocks of the past. So, you know, kind of, like, helping people reconcile things that have been holding them back so that they can make improvements on whatever in life they wish to. So that's kind of been the angle of my work. And, and, you know, again, like if you've ever seen any of my stuff on Twitter or even on YouTube, which is, you know, the same name, Red Ink Tarot, that's a T-A-R-O-T. You know, it's, it's all pretty much focused on that because, you know, something I've always believed is that freedom comes from within. So when you, you know, when you free yourself to live the life you want, that's when everything starts to come and fall into place. That sounds interesting. So uh, I will have the link to your site in the show notes. So anybody that's interested, come on down and get you a piece of the tarot. 
Um, I don't remember any of the clever AKAs you just used. Otherwise, I would use one. But... Yeah. Oh. oh, actually, before I forget, I would like to say that through the end of next month, so through the end of May, anyone who... You know, contacts me and mentions your show, Gates High Stories. They'll get ten dollars off of their first reading. Oh, look at that! Look at God. Get you a reading. Get you a reading. Sounds good. So let's get into some of these segments before we get to the main topic. Because I know you all, you saw the name of the show and you were just waiting with bated breath to know what the hell we're going to be talking about. So the school and life segment. <laughs> Why don't you go first? All right. Well, for me, I would actually, I would say my biggest challenge this week has been processing forgiveness. I think, I actually think that, you know, the, the way people are conditioned to see forgiveness is kind of bullshit because you can, you can absolutely forgive somebody and take your power back from them or from that situation without giving them a pass for the things they've done. So, yeah, like, I think, I think a lot of people struggle with that. I've talked about that on the show before. It's uh, yeah, because yeah, it's like yeah, because it's like for for me the way I've I've kind of processed, I've kind of learned to to make forgiveness work for me is that I just treat it as, you know, it's accepting whatever the situation is or accepting the person for who they are. You know, if I need to forgive myself for you know exposing myself to whatever this person has done. You know, just like and accepting that this is not somebody who's going to be what I expected they would be. So I, you know, accept that and let them go. And, you know, once you, you know, do you do things like that and, you know, you forgive yourself because people tend to blame themselves even when they claim they're not. Mm -hmm. It kind of it helps you experience what I think is true forgiveness, which is, you know, taking your power back from this person or from this moment. You know, where you're saying that, you know, this person did me wrong, but I don't have to let that, I don't have to let that hang over my life. I don't have to, you know, screw up my face or get the I ate dirty ass face whenever, you know, something comes along to remind me of them. Like, I can let it go. I can laugh that moment off. I can live my life free as ever. So that was, you know, I think that was kind of, that was also a bit of a, a dragon for myself because I did spend a couple of days just kind of wallowing in the funk. Okay. Because, you know, yeah, yeah life no. happens and sometimes, you know, shit happens. Shit happens, but it, I think I was going to go into a whole different tangent with what, some of what you said, but I'm going to leave it at, I think it's dope that you and a lot of people are defining what forgiveness means for them personally versus just trying to mold themselves to what they are told forgiveness means because people love to tout out to tote out that whole you forgive for you not for them and da 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 but in my experience forgiveness means something different to everyone see it's, there is no one size fits all it's not going to be a straight up i forgave you so now i'm free it, you know what I mean? It because what they don't tell you is how to get there. Like it's not just just forgive and you just flip a switch and the person is forgiven and now you have this weight off of your shoulders. So shout out to you for defining it for yourself and doing that work that a lot of people don't know they need to do or just refuse to do. 
So right, and you did hit on something very important, but I think that's. I think I, I am going to go more into depth on that on a later date because it does make a lot of sense, you know, talking about going from, you know, facing the event to finally accepting it and releasing it. Because I think it's about whatever helps you heal and truly move on and not pretend everything's okay and try to build on that lie because the truth always has a way of seeping out. Yep, exactly. So, um, I don't have a school in life for this week. Um, to be quite honest, I have been struggling for the past week and a half. I have a lot going on and I really feel like I've been needing a break from life. I've actually been kind of looking into taking a break from the show. I don't know. I haven't made any decisions. It's just shit is real on this end and I'm doing the best that I can. So... To be honest, if I had not already pre-scheduled some of these recordings, I don't know if, if this show would have not just taken a, a an abrupt hiatus. But we're here, um, and that's all I got. So we're going to move on to the next segment, the Come Quick segment. I'm going to come, sir. Oh, yeah. First up, um, I am considering leaving SoundCloud. Um, I don't have any beef with SoundCloud, but in the, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a Gemini thing, but on the one hand, I'm considering taking a break from the show. And then on the other hand, I'm trying to think of how to expand the reach of the show. And there are other platforms that make it easier to get to bigger platforms like spotify so soundcloud uh, we may have to part ways i don't know for sure yet um beachella was amazing uh i alluded to it on the last episode but because timey-wimey we recorded before the actual stream and i don't i'm not gonna waste time talking about it here i'm just gonna read this quote from the queen viola davis that pretty much summed up my feelings. Yes, yeah, she's everything. And mm. she said on Instagram, undeniable talent, hardworking, and yet a rare authenticity. Calm that defies this level of stardom. She knows who she is. There is no apology and no compromise. Beyonce, the performer, the mother, the wife, the daughter, the sister, and a beautiful image of womanhood. Hashtag WCW, Woman Crush Wednesday. And she said it very eloquently, and I don't have much else to add to it. It was amazing. I got my life. It was a black-ass good time. It affirmed me and my niggatry, and that's that on that. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. However. I had to make sure my my hairline didn't get pushed back, because she was coming for everything. Yeah, I had to look and see if if I had some little curls in in the couch cushion while I was, you know, getting my life. A little bit. My hairline is still there, but, you know, she came for it. However, I do want to have a quick discussion with you all. And that's, it's geared toward the sect of people on the whole, I'm not part of the hive, but thing. I need y'all to let that go. Because this whole idea of separating yourself from the beehive, it, I'm going to be honest, is stupid. And you're kind of in my opinion anyway, you're reiterating that 
the hive is a completely negative thing. Like being in the beehive, standing for Beyonce, it it's not automatically a bad thing. Like every fandom in sports, in politics, like in every arena of life, there are the outliers who go too damn far. And the beehive has a lot of them because the beehive is a huge thing because Beyonce is a huge star. But you can leave that whole little dig at the beehive out. Like just say... I'm a fan. I'm a casual fan. And these are my thoughts like this whole I'm not part of the beehive. Like you are you're not getting a cookie. No one's standing up and applauding you for not being part of the quote unquote beehive. And honestly, it just it sounds stupid. Like everything that you say about Beyonce, you have to qualify. it. You sound like a low key hater. And I know that a lot of you are not like you actually like Beyonce and you enjoy her work. But it just sounds like such a backhanded comment. I'm not part of the Beehive, but it's like, okay, well, not everybody in the Beehive is bad. So what are you what are you saying? Or you exactly you, you feel know, like you're gonna it's like go ahead, right? It's it's, it's like you know because every every artist has those those that segment of of fans who who act like they used to like microwave staples and eat them or some shit. Like everybody has has those to deal with. That's because you. You can enjoy someone's work without putting down their fan base. Or and if you don't feel comfortable saying you enjoy this person's work, then it's kind of a you problem. Like then don't get, talk get about that shit them. together. Like and exactly. That's, that's a whole other thing. Like the people who have something to say about Beyonce, you don't like her. You claim you don't like her, but you have something to say about every little thing that she does. I don't get it. Like, do you not have anything else that you could use your energy for? I'm just speaking for myself. Like there are tons of artists out there that I don't fuck with and I don't, I don't think about them. Like I don't know her. So right. I'm not going to sit here arguing with any, and I'm to be honest, those people, y'all are just as bad as the beehive because you seek out opportunities to try to down the person is like, what are you getting out of this? What are you getting out of it? What are you getting out of talking about? I'm not part of the beehive. No one is assuming you're part of the beehive just because you're talking about Beyonce. Like calm everyone, everyone calm down. Okay. All I'm saying is these distinctions around people like Beyonce and things of that nature, where you're trying to separate yourself from the pack, you're not getting any kudos. No one's patting you on the back for not being part of the beehive. No one's patting you on the back for being part of the beehive. No, a damn show ain't nobody patting you on the back for hating on Beyonce. And that's separate from valid critique. You know, I feel like we always have to say that to placate the people who I just I have criticism. Why can't I say what I want to say? And again, you can say whatever you want to say. But that does not absolve you. Yeah, that does not absolve you for from having people have something to say about what you had to say. You know, I think we get into this culture, this I call it opinion culture. And I don't think it has anything to do with social media, except social media makes it more visible. But it's not the fault of social media. Everyone feels like now my there's a platform for me to put my opinion out there, which is no different from when there were when uh, forums were popular. Um, when people had Zanga and shit. Exactly. This opinion culture where it's like I deserve to have my opinion out there and it can't be challenged. And it's like, well, sweetheart, usually your opinion is challenging something. So for you to think that your opinion can't be challenged once you put it out there, that's just not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I'm so sorry to tell you that. But I mean, 
Exactly. If you want all that, then yeah, like if you want all that, then you need to start a blog and disable the comment section and don't put your email up there. And even then, if somebody thinks what you said is stupid, they're going to take screenshots and drag your ass for filth. So it's like, hey, or you actions can, have consequences. You can do what I my advice is: keep it in the iMessage. I've said that before. On I don't know, maybe it was Ratchet Ramblings, maybe it was this podcast. Keep it in the iMessage. Like if you don't want your opinions challenged, if you don't want to get dragged for saying something that you know the Beehive is going to come for you about, and not even the Beehive, but the the crazy sect of the beehive, you know, the one that's gone off the honey. Because the thing about the beehive, like if you say something and it's not factual, the beehive will get you together with facts. However, that's not the same as people coming in and wishing you death. That's different. That's, that's the crazy part of the beehive. But if you say something and someone comes back to you with facts, solid facts, and then, oh, the beehive all in my mentions, the beehive stinging me. It's like, well, usually when you say something false, whether it's about Beyonce or not, if you say the earth is flat, people are going to come with the with the facts. That's just how life works, especially on social media, Twitter. Anyway, um, that's just what I wanted to say. Like the whole I'm not part of the beehive, but like it's tired. Leave it alone. Just enjoy her. Talk about her and. I, this negative connotation with the beehive like again you're not getting any it, we no one is putting beehive on their resume so i don't get it but that's all i had to say about that um a couple of other quick things that i'm going to run through from the past week week and a half um while we're talking about beachella cardi b did her thing at coachella um she was pussy popping and twerking with that pregnant belly and shout out to her for her showing homage to TLC and left eye specifically with her hairdo and the style of clothing that she had on. I thought that that was really cute. And I I like Cardi B. Cardi B is not perfect for y'all to be like, what she said. I know she's not perfect, but she is authentic. And I think that that's a big breath of fresh air amongst celebrities because we don't often get that raw authenticity from someone right um, right so many people like to put on the front and she she just she doesn't do that she likes it's in her truth for better or worse and that's just what it is it is what it is and you know she you know what i don't want to get into all of that um what else 702 is officially back together 702 is one of my favorite girl groups so i'm excited about that uh, I think they're going to be going on tour. I don't know if they're releasing new music, but I believe they said they were touring. So that should be interesting. Uh, back to Coachella. Vince Staples, who I have no idea who that is, but I did see the clip where he had quite a lot to say about Robert Kelly. And he dragged. Oh, my God. He, he dragged the he, he dragged some hair out of that bald ass nigga. He did. He. He had a lot to say, and I didn't disagree with any of it. He was very adamant about saying it, and the girl was trying to silence him, feeling like she was going to lose her job for him going off about R. Kelly. And that may be a valid concern of hers, but he's he had things that he needed to get off his chest, and they needed to be said, and I don't disagree. He, he, but shit, he was right. 
they've been uh, people have been giving R. Kelly a pass for long for for so long because they fuck with his music. But um, you know, as a creative person myself, I can tell you one thing: you can't separate the artist from the art, especially when the artist is making songs about fucking. Like, it doesn't work like that. You know what? I didn't. I don't even say that because there's a lot of artists that make songs about fucking. What what conclusion that I came to is you can separate the art from the artist until their actions outside of their artistry start harming people. So all of the right, R. That's, Kelly, that's all of the R. Kelly apologists, and you know Chris Brown and all these other problematic, usually men, when they start hurting people, you can't just turn your eye, your turn a blind eye to to it and be like well i mean it ain't got nothing to do with the music it has everything to do with the music because you are supporting this person like you're supporting their artistry which is supporting their lifestyle and they're out here harming enabling people. they're hurting people that's not the same right. as i don't know let me think if you you support kanye like yeah kanye is a shitty ass ball of mess but he's not harming anyone except people who are foolishly playing all that money for his raggedy ass clothes. Outside of that, you know if, he's not exactly, actually physically pay, harming people. Like he's he's not accused of standing outside high schools waiting for young girls to come out. He's not accused of putting his hands on people. Except for that exactly, one the only, um, paparazzi, but you know, that was I kind of yeah. understood. Yeah, I kind of, and I saw those those pictures of Kanye from like a, a month or two or three, whenever. The only thing you could accuse him of putting his hands on is a cronut, or some like a double cheeseburger or a whopper with fries or something like that, because he looks he he's he he's looking very peaceful. I'll just say that. I was gonna say I, I honestly I like, and he's not even that big. Y'all are so dramatic. But I like slightly chunky Kanye because he seems happy. Now, he got some new shit coming out, and I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. He's sitting up here praising right, what do you call it, right-wing ideologists. and Trash that's what I call it. That's a whole different thing. And then that's when you start getting into that field that I was talking about of, okay, I'm separating the art from the artist, but now the artist is supporting things that is harmful to people, physically harmful to people. That I can't rock with. Like you tell me, oh, I listen to R. Kelly because I can separate the man from the art, and I look, I don't look at you the same. And honestly, I don't really fuck with you on that level anymore because there are people out there that are hurt because, and I don't know how you turn a blind out of that. Like R. Kelly's music is not that damn good. Like if you like R. Kelly's music, then just listen to like Earth, Wind, and Fire or some shit. Like. Step in the name of love, turn on September, the real September and not that bullshit that that praying mantis tried to put out. Anyway, uh, shout out to Vince Staples again. I have no idea who you are and I was not motivated to Google you, but shout out to you for standing up and saying the things that needed to be said. The last thing before we move on to the main topic, um, and I'm going to make this quick because I already really put out all my thoughts on ratchet ramblings shout out to jeremy and candace Nicki minaj sweetie i don't dislike you but you are looking very lame in the light your new singles are trash um Ooh. and i say that objectively 
And as a, I, well, I wouldn't say I'm a casual fan, but again, I don't dislike you, but I've heard much better from you. So for you to be told these singles, like they're this big comeback. And I'm like, they're not good though. Like they're just not good. That's all I had to say about that. Those, those singles are boo boo. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think that's the best. Yeah. That's what I said. The, <laughs> the, I, I couldn't get through either of them. One of them was just trash through and through. The other one was a waste of a decent beat. I, she she needs help. I yeah. think she needs our, our thoughts and our and, and our prayers. She needs to... I don't know if she's still getting plastic surgery or whatever, but the last time I saw a picture of her, she looked like, like a centaur. Oh, and wow. uh, it's, it's concerning. Yeah, it's, my, it's thing concerning. With, my thing with Nikki, again, is... The the lyrical content is tired, and even like the last I don't know because she did like seven thousand features in the past couple of years. It, it just everything sounds recycled. Like you're saying the same thing over and over again, and then you you have your quote unquote four flows, but everything sounds the same. And then you listen to, like, again, you listen to the lyrics and it's like, okay, but this is not anything that I haven't already heard. The only thing that was, gave me a slight pause was when she, like Candace said, when she had a few slugs for Remy. But even that, I rolled my eyes because you are like a whole year late. I don't even know this why you're so still this. slugging at Remy at this point. Like, if you claim that you're the queen of, of hip hop and Remy ain't shit, then I don't even know why you would go back and address it again. Like, you already addressed it with them raggedy singles that you released at the time. So, I want Nikki Well, Queen of Hip Hop is a stretch. Queen of Hip Hop is a stretch. I would say more like the Seven of Clubs. Well, I said self-proclaimed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, I know Nikki is capable of better, so that's why I'm like, these singles are boo-boo, because I know you could do better than this. Like, I know you can do better than this. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what happened to mixtape Nikki? What happened to mixtape Nikki? And even like you have, I just feel like once you work with Beyonce, you should always be bettering. You should not be going backwards. You don't have exactly. the blessing of Beyonce. She having her touch you and work with you and do music with you, and then you, the next thing you do is this. That. So get it together, Nikki. Um, and any of the barbs. Uh, if you feel a way about anything that I've said, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that I don't care. That's a mood. Eternal. I sincerely don't care. And they, they look like they, they eat their text. They act like they eat their textbooks anyway. So it's like, why should I? Well, I mean, I wasn't going to insult them. I just don't care about their opinion. But <laughs> do you? Some of them just, they need, some of them need help. Yeah. They... And I, I don't mean, you know. They, they, I don't just mean thoughts and prayers. I mean psychiatric care. But well, um, yeah, let's know. move on. Yeah, yeah. So the main topic for this week is rimming, as the white people call it. The white boys call it rimming. We call it eating booty, eating ass. Um, I saw this article on BuzzFeed, and y'all know how I feel about BuzzFeed, so. And the article, the name of the article said 23 ass eating tips from people who have seen some shit. Um, shout out to you. I don't, I'm not going to give you no shine because I don't care. 
But shout out to this this title. It's a little it's a little catchy. It's a little witty. It's a little catchy. It's also a little concerning because if you are if you're doing this properly, you know. Let's let's. Well, let's, I hope let's, it let's was. I hope that it's just tongue in cheek. Now, it, as I it, told, yeah, and not as I told Simon the Sorcerer earlier, I did not read through all of these tips, so we're we're going to react to all of this together as a family, as a gay side family. So let's get into it. The first one says always, always clean down there properly because yes, it's true. That's where poop comes out. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Um, I have, I have gone off on this show enough times about giving it a hashtag good rinse. So I don't think we need to spend much time here. The next one says, in fact, wash your partner's ass yourself as a part of foreplay. That way you can make sure it's as clean as you need it to be. Now, (laughs) (laughs) this one is a little funny to me because I had a... (laughs) Oh, okay. Let me open up my bag of personal experiences. And I had an experience where I was like, "Mm, I don't know if things are where they need to be. So I tried to do what one of these articles have done before and tried to suggest, you know, hey, let's, you know, let's get in the shower. It's fun and sudsy and we can, you know, body contact and and the guy kind of like took offense and was like what you trying to say i'm not clean and i'm like well i was trying to be nice but sis there is an odor and i don't like, i don't do orders exactly the only orders i do are the food kind when it's good fried chicken you know mac and cheese things of that nature cakes and pies but this scent but, that you have wafting nah. from your areas that you want me to put mine tongue no the answer is no absolutely not so and quite frankly shower foreplay is it it can be quite lit it can be now the logistics of actual penetrative sex in the shower that's not doing that that's different there Um, are there are grab bars and i have long legs and i'm not doing that shit i mean I, i hit my knee on I hit my knee on a grab bar once and I was just taking a shower by myself and that is nope. Well, I mean, that's a testament to your own clumsiness. However, yeah, I've done it before. It, it can be lit, but it's a lot of work. Like, let's just get out the shower. Like, I don't want to slip and bust my ass. I'm not trying to, you know, have my have to push the button on my life alert up in this bitch. Trying to explain why we both sprawled out on the bathroom floor with a broke leg. So, yeah. Yeah, so and the actually the other time was literally a traumatic experience. So yeah, I'm good on that. Yikes. Um I don't I'm gonna say disagree on this one because it's one thing to take a shower with your partner and kind of rub soap on them and it's all, you know, ooh, we know, you know, it's, I know as soon as you get clean and, and we dry off, I'm pouncing. But actually cleaning the person's ass yourself no, I'm going to push pause there because especially if you're dealing with like a bottom, like y'all are about to get into some shit. Mm, that's a bad choice of words, um, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's a process. And speaking for myself, I need privacy in order to make sure yeah. that, that is clean. 
Um, yeah, boundaries, boundaries. Because like I get, you know, there's that's not there's two, you know making sure that's not a co-op experience. Exactly, because like there's making sure the the door is clean, but it, y'all shouldn't be in the shower with a with with the fleet. And yeah, no, that's no, no. taking it a little too far. Yeah, no. So because when I read "wash your partner's ass," that's the interpretation that I get. Um, now if it's just a surface level because y'all not going to be doing too much backdoor action, which, you know, between two men, that can be a thing. And I would imagine between two women, that can also be a thing. Fine. But if y'all are trying to make Tumblr videos, let that person have their time. I'm now in a perfect world. They would have already done. You know what? Let's just move on because this is this. Mm. Y'all know how I feel about giving it a rent, a good rent. So. And some of y- some of y'all need to take it to the fucking car wash though. Oh my! And I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't know what that <clears> means. <laughs> um. Next, it says start with moving a flat tongue up and down, then slowly make it more pointed and start circling. Um. Hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Now we're getting into technique. I tailor my approach to the person, so. You know what? I, I don't really have anything to say on that. That's fair. Because like, because different people like different things, and so yeah, it's like I guess it's a it's a general rule of thumb. But for me, my my approach to sex is always be willing to adapt because yes, pay attention you know, to the people to the cues that the person is giving you. Yeah, because people are different, yeah. even if they're the twins. Okay. Um. Let's say. Give us feedback on this one. I don't know about specific technique, um, especially this, because it's, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's move on. The next one says, be super liberal with spit. Um, I understand where it's coming from. Uh, if necessary, I'm going to, that's my qualifier on that one. If necessary. Because you don't always need to be like hawking loogies in there constantly like they do in porn. Yeah, that's like, yeah. yeah and sometimes it doesn't much. have anything to do with the person's ass and it's just your mouth is a little bit dry. And so you just need to constantly wet your mouth versus spitting on their ass. But, you know, whatever works for you and the booty hole that is presented to you. Okay. Next up, it says, yeah. pay attention to your partner's genitals while you're at it. Um, and I'm going to assume that that means, you know, pay attention to their penis or their vagina or whatever. Um, fair. Again, I would say that this is t- probably one that you would tailor to your partner because some people don't like their genitals to be messed with. Um, yeah, every, some some people are very sensitive about that. Others like they they need a certain need a certain rhythm or need a certain timing so it's like this is this is definitely something else you you gotta take an approach take your you know tell your approach with yeah i agree and and feel things out like people need to communicate more with their partners and ask them if they like the stuff that's happening yes yes and be more vocal when you don't like something during sex um, there's a couple of tips here under the little gift that says, I like to call it the trombone technique 
Make sure while rimming to use your hand to continually jack them off. And this is from Cody, blah, 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 blah. To that, I say uh, it depends on the person. Like, I don't, speaking personally, and this is TMI, but whatever. I don't want to be continuously jacked while you eat my groceries. Yeah, that doesn't that, that seems like it would it would lose its luster after a while. That it doesn't sound pleasurable. A, a a little bit here and there, honestly, let me handle that part and you concentrate on the job before you. But I can see how this could be a technique that one would use. And then the other tip says, don't forget the vagina and clitoris and use your fingers to stimulate there. And I feel like if you eaten a woman's ass, that's kind of like common sense yeah that's that's common sense well personally i i don't like to go for the clit immediately but well, trade I mean, secrets and shit yeah, your own personal way of, of doing it but basically the point is not to ignore them completely yeah don't ignore them completely and some some of you need to could stand to learn how to multitask absolutely absolutely so the next one says, penetrate them with a pointed tongue. Yes. Agreed. Um, although sometimes that can get a little bit much. Again, with the whole porn thing where they start like. I don't even know how to describe it, where it's like they act like they're fucking you with their with their tongue, but they move their whole head and they like it's. This that's jackhammering a, is what I call it. Right. But it's not just, they're not just moving their tongue. Like they move their whole head away from your ass. And then it, it, that's, that's a bit much. It, um, it looks weird. I don't think you should look like you're having a seizure while you're eating ass. I, yeah, I just, yeah. that's just me. I don't, that's just a little weird to me. Um, Shout out to the neck muscles. I guess. I don't know that. I don't know. I don't like it. Um, I like a continuous tongue action. You know, don't be moving your head away and then the cool breeze be hitting. You know what? Let's move on. That's too much. Um, Next up, it says stimulate the spot between the anus and the vagina or balls, or as we call it in the hood, the gooch. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Yeah, this is something I I don't really agree. I don't utilize it as much as I'd like, but it's it's. Yeah, it, it it can be very effective. Yeah. And I would say, again, being a little bit more familiar with your partner, the stimulation can be different things. Like, I've been in situations where you can, like, just rubbing it with your fingers is enough. Like, you don't have to, like, again, because I see this so much. You don't have to munch on it. You don't have to, like, you don't have to do a lot, depending on your partner. Because, again, and then when you get to Tumblr, and some of them, like you have to drive a car on a gooch to get them to feel something. But just, All right. just know, be be willing to see and understand and execute the things that your partner likes, even if it's just a hookup. Because I think that's a lot, especially with men. I don't know about women, but with men, a lot of them, they don't want to invest the time to see what it is that you like. That's going to take you from A to B or shit. A to Z because they it's just a hookup. We're not going to see each other again. I'm a, I, 
I'm a block you on jacked when as soon as I walk out the door and it's like, that's not like you here and you're invested, like do it right. If you're going to do it, do it right. Exactly. Exactly. Cause like, you know, there's another person involved. If all you care about is, you know, what, whatever you, your shit is, then just go jack off. Like it's, it's not that, it's not that heavy to, to show somebody else consideration, especially if you're fucking them. Right. And it makes the experience better. Like I don't, I've said that before, and I will say it again. It makes it better when you are invested a little bit and both of you are enjoying yourselves. Like I just, I mean, I get, you have to be, I guess because I'm not that kind of selfish, but I would imagine if you are truly a selfish person or a selfish lover, then doing only the things that you like getting your nut and leaving. I, I guess I can see how that would be pleasurable for you. But, um, no me gusta. I, I don't, I don't like that. There's to me, when it comes to the realm of sex, a selfish lover is top five. So next yeah, up, show some consi- consideration yeah, yeah. and just like, cause like, I think all that other shit just seems kind of boring. Like, yeah, you just do the same thing every time. Like, damn. Yeah. I mean, but shout out to y'all. So the next thing says, <laughs> so this is funny because it's a gif of Nicki Minaj back when she was like ridiculous with pink hair and stuff. It says, don't the use... goddamn chicken wing neck. <laughs> that necklace. <laughs> don't use teeth on or around the opening. The skin there is really sensitive and prone to irritation. Um, who the fuck is doing that? I I don't even know how you would get your teeth. Man, I, mm, yeah, don't bite my you know, hole, bro. Some, don't bite my hole, bro. Because because some got. people got teeth like Iyanla and well, yeah. Um, I guess I guess if you, oh god, that just it sounds painful. Like <laughs> that. Why why would you do that? I don't. That what is being said in this sentence is true. That skin is sensitive. I don't, I don't like bite the cheeks all you want. Let me rephrase nibble on the cheeks all you want. Cause if you bite my ass, we might have a problem, but nibble a little nibble is good. But the closer you get to the, to the prize, the more you need to retract them. goddamn by cuspids. Exactly. Show some fucking finesse. Cause that is, like, why that, would you do that? Like, don't, don't you No, Like, what the fuck, man? I can't even, like, the skin. Very, Who's very, biting assholes? I don't know. Whoever submitted this one, Joseph, blah, 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 blah. I, I'm sorry. Thoughts and prayers because clearly you've had your uh, opening chewed on, and that is just not a good thing. I am. I hope he reported whoever that was on Grinder. Because it's always grinder with when it's when it's I hope weird he, shit. It's always grinder. I hope he reported them to the police. Like that, that should be a crime. <laughs> Don't bite my hole, bro. Hashtag. Next up, yeah, it says. Put, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna. Yeah, put put that on the shirt. Right. <laughs> so the next one says, but do incorporate some playful cheek bites if your partner's in. Okay, I just said that. We can move on. Nibble. Okay, nibble. Don't be trying to take a bite out of crime with me bent over in front of you because when my foot connects with your jaw, then everybody going to be upset. All right. Unless now, if you're with somebody that, you know, likes for you for you to 
bite them like you biting into a piece of chicken, have at it. I am not that person. Not that it matters because I'm not trying to fuck nobody. So anyway, the next one says play around with different positions to find out what's best for both the giver and the receiver. True, true, true. Um, that's 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 reasonable. Yeah, this you know it doesn't always have to be on all fours or on your back. You know you can ride a face. You can do a lot of different things. So there's a little anonymous tip that says I like bending over a couch or desk while my partner kneels behind me, putting my legs up and spreading my cheeks. Myself is great too. Face sitting is great for my <laughs> is great for my partner's neck. Come on. I actually I agree on the face sitting one because it's 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 actually my preferred to give because um it's easier on my neck and I don't have and yeah I was I'm just thinking that's yeah. like oh I don't have to go to the chiropractor anymore because we discovered face sitting <laughs> okay I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about sorry um uh, well I mean hey I guess that's that's how some people build up strength in the neck muscles or something like I, that. hey I guess I don't know good luck everybody. So the next one says, and don't be afraid to incorporate a pillow to make the position just right. Uh, the the tip says, stack pillows under your bum or under your pelvis if you're lying face down. Um, yeah, do it. Do what's Back necessary to, to to make the to make the angle work for you. You again, you don't want to have to go to the ER because you don't threw out your neck trying to eat some booty like yeah you don't want to end up with that Peyton Manning neck because yeah yeah you don't you don't want to have a crook in your neck for three days just because you was trying to get up into it all right so have them sit up put some pillows under there or bend over the couch like the previous one said whatever it takes whatever it takes next one says suction with your lips over the opening and suck on it Um, I uh, I don't know what to say. That's I don't. Mm. So I mean, in theory, it's if you incorporate it as part of an action, I I guess it has some merit. So there's a level I've, of trust that would have to be present. I don't. Mm. A I don't, certain exactly a certain level of like trust. I, I mean, and comfort. I don't know if you need to suck on it. Like this, you're not eating crawfish, bro. You exactly. Mm. It's not a milkshake. I don't. I'm trying to imagine how that would even feel. I don't like literally putting your. I don't. That's. I don't know about this one. I and I. Let's put it out there. If you've had your ass eaten, your booty munched on. And they did this. They suctioned their lips over the opening and sucked on it. Let us know and let us know how it felt. Or if you do this, if this is one of your techniques, let us know. Because I don't know about I've never had this done to me and I've never done it. So I'm I'm a little lost on this one, to be quite honest. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, that's peculiar. The next one says use dental dams. And the little tip says, 
These helpful pieces of latex are great for not only STI protection, but especially when eating ass, they can save you from any unsavory tastes or experiences. If you don't have any, you can cut the tip off of a condom and cut it lengthwise and bam, mouth protection. So listen, this is going to be problematic. Um, but, oh, first, first up for for those of you like, let me say, don't don't cut the tip off of a Trojan because you'll have the whole you'll have your whole face will smell like you had sex in the phone booth because those motherfucking condoms are pungent. True. Um, but I'm, also, I'm gonna say I think you. I feel we're like gonna if, say the same thing. So go ahead. If you have gotten to the point where you're gonna be eating ass, then. I feel like some risk you just have to take. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know how, how this is pleasurable for anybody involved, to be quite honest. Um, I would hope that you have had conversations prior to, so you know the person's sexual health and they know yours so that this is not an issue as far as STI your protection, people. but and then again, going all the way back to the beginning, you should not need extra protection from quote-unquote unsavory tastes or experiences because that thing should already be clean. Yes? Exactly. Um, exactly. So, Give it a good rinse. Take it by the car wash if you have to. Get it simonized. Whatever it takes. Whatever Make it sure. takes. Sanitize that. Whatever you need to do. And have fun. I just... Again, hashtag problematic, but I, I just, I don't like. I can't. You know what? I, I just feel like like if I want plastic and latex and things around my hole, I have toys for that. Like if I have if I have to go through the horrible experience of dealing with a nigga, and he gets back there. He need to go to work, and I don't know about all of the plastic and cutting condoms and all that shit. Like, look, <laughs> but that's just I'm me. not cutting no motherfucking condoms. That's yeah, just I don't much. think that's a good tip at all. Like, if you don't have them, then yeah. just don't do it. Like, if if it's that much of an issue, then don't do it. Don't don't do it. Exactly, exactly. There are other things you can do. There's plenty, but of other I mean, I do get, do. I do get being concerned about you know STIs because you can get certain STIs like the infection. You can get the infection in your mouth. Of course. But of course. again, you know, this is why I say, you know, scout your partners because or scout your prospects because, you know, if, if you if this is a concern for you because, you know, everybody's not doesn't have the exact same level of concern. That's, you know, their own journey. But, you know, again, make sure you're, you're dealing with people who are getting tested regularly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, I can see this. Let me rephrase or let me give some sage advice. If you are the type that is a serial sexer, I can see this being a part of your repertoire because you probably if you are having that much sex with different people, especially gays and hooking up with, you know, on Grinder and get injected and, and whatnot, I can see having this be part of your safe sex process. But the the first thing should be knowing that what that person does or doesn't have that would be ideal at least in my opinion and then 
tailor the experience from there. But I know for right. me, okay, because I gets checked. We're not doing all that. We ain't cutting no condoms. Exactly. We're not like I don't. We're not putting no grocery bag in your mouth. To no, we're not doing that. Anyway, let's just move on because this is a mess. The next, oh my, okay. <laughs> the next tip says use your whole tongue, not just the tip. And then they have the gif of Terry Crews from White Chicks when he was eating them oysters. And we all know that nigga has a humongous ass tongue. So, yeah. Um, I know he got to throw a toothbrush away after you clean his tongue. Listen, listen, listen. I know he need like industrial tools to scrape his tongue because that's a whole lot of surface area. But I'm the into it. I'm into it. You know, shout out to his wife. I hope she's enjoying that. And I'm not going to say <laughs> anything outside of that because it's Terry Crews. What I will say yes. is this is a good tip. I mean, if your tongue is long enough to do that, then have at it. Have fun and get it on the on the back of your tongue if you can. I don't know. I, what? I don't know. But yeah, try to use a little bit more than just the tip if you can. For your pleasure in his or hers or theirs. The next tip says, have your partner sit on your face and push your tongue upward. <laughs> and this is funny because they have a picture of Tyra Banks with a caption that says, you want to be on top? <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all were a little clever on this one. The tip says, allow your tongue to put pressure on their hole. The tip should feel like it's pushing its way inside them. Um, So face sitting one-on-one, I'm with it whatever it takes and two pieces of advice that I see float around the internet uh, every now and then especially for my uh, my people mi gente that are part of the chunkier experience don't be afraid to get on top that nigga or that woman or that whatever they knew what they were getting into when they agreed exactly and if they die, they die, you know. So and hey, it is what it is. They'll die happy. <laughs> uh, what am I talking? They'll what? die well fed. What am I talking? Anyway, about? what? Oh my god, let's just move <laughs> on. What the fuck is going on? The next one says, "Move right along." Oh no, this I already did. I disagree. It says, yeah, "Blow air that. and breathe to mix up the sensation." No. No, we don't do nope. that. Don't blow air. That's not what you do. Okay. Google it on why you should not be blowing air in people's booty holes and in their vaginas. Um, don't do that. That's something that's guaranteed to backfire, and I don't mean in a pleasant way. No, thank you. I mean, I'm besides and, that. And there's also like cool serious, air. On, good God. There's okay. also like serious yeah. health implications. Like you could give someone. Like a, I can't remember the exact is why I'm saying Google it, but I've seen articles where it's like, don't do that because you could fuck around. You could kill somebody. Um, you know, cause like if you air and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Just Google it. But. Okay. First shout out, shout out to, to, to Jeremy and, and Candace and, and, oh, and, um, and Bianca. Cause uh, that fucking episode of you were on crown and collars. Oh my god! Because I remember you were talking about you and you and Jeremy were talking about 
somebody needs to to blow air and anyway, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> I don't. I never know what I'm talking about when I'm with them. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about now. <sighs> so the next one says, and don't forget to come up for air yourself. I mean, that's a given. Like, breathe. Don't just, you know, don't. Yeah, this, this is common sense. I think. Yeah. I mean, your body is, is not a, going to allow you to do anything else. Like, eventually, you're gonna to have to breathe. Um, yeah, and I think this is also another situation where if they die, they die. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, if you're on top and they don't know how to let you know to come up for them for some air or how to maneuver and situate themselves so that they can breathe while they're enjoying their meal, then I don't know. Good luck, everybody. The little tip says you can use that opportunity to check in with your partner about how they like it. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Take you a little breath and then ask them, you know, make sure you don't have to physically, I mean, verbally ask them. But I mean, if you need to, you need to. But hopefully they give you the cues that they're enjoying the situation. So the next one says use the old quote unquote spell out words with your tongue trick. The tip says, I like to write out words with my tongue on his butthole. Like, I'm going to bang you so good. You'll be moaning my name all week. That's a lot to try to remember the tongue. That's a lot. That's like I, a lot. Yeah, I was thinking. I mean, I guess, you know, using like, writing letters, but. Well, I was thinking something simple like, yes. And, you know, booty. But a whole sentence. I, mm, I feel like I would forget where. I, anyway, I don't know. It says, I've never met a guy who has figured it out, though. Well, I mean, sis, this is a look, a whole long ass sentence. <laughs> is that I mean, nobody cares? It's, is it like you're a, supposed to be having sex? Well, no, but now I'm looking at. I don't like. So is it like a game? Like so, if you trace the letter Y, and it's like they try to figure out what letter you trace with your tongue. Like what? Do you get a free pizza or something like? A, I don't. Yeah. Is it okay. like I don't know? It's like booty eating Jeopardy or something, or not Jeopardy? What's the other game with the letters? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, is it like booty eating Wheel of Fortune? Give me an E, and then they trace it out. Who wants to be thinking about Pat Sajak when they fucking know? Well, see, I didn't go that far. See, you already fucking up the game because you're thinking too damn much. Let's move on. Oh hey, yeah. The next one says, "What? (laughs) Sorry. What the fuck is okay? uh, It says." douse a rag in mouthwash and keep it nearby just in case you need to do some bad taste damage control i what on earth what so is this this is is this like one of those things where someone is trifling and they're not properly clean and they letting someone eat or because in my limited experience I've never had a situation where I had a bad, like the booty tastes like booty and I'm going to eat like, uh, yeah, like whatever this that is very much. said. I, I feel Michael Bruce Perkins J who submitted this to, I guess, Buzzfeed. I, I hope that you are getting the therapy that you need because it sounds like you've had an awful time back there. Um, yeah, I'm hope I hope you find the healing you deserve because that yes, is because I've, too goddamn much. I have never heard. Of it. I have never seen or heard of anyone having a ra- a mouthwash rag while they're eating a booty. 
Because, you know... Yeah, because it, it, if it gets to that point, I think fisticuffs are in order, if we're being honest. like. Well, I was going to say, eating booty is like, you have to commit. But you also have to check out the parameters before you do it. Now, I know that the booty can be insidious sometimes and have a little trick of its own. However, if you give it a hashtag good rinse... You shouldn't run into these issues. I've I've never heard of anything like this. Yes, give it a good damn rinse. I don't. I'm fucked with on that one, so we're gonna move on. The next one says, "Press against the hole with the finger every now and then." Um, and then it says, "Don't jam a finger inside, but apply steady pressure to the butthole." I've never had this happen. So I don't know. Like in every instance, I think it's. Like, I don't think it's unreasonable. I don't I mean, think it's I've, unreasonable. I've it. I just never had it happen. Like the the times that I've allowed this to happen to me, the person, the man, not the person, the man, was very enthusiastic about his task and didn't use any fingers. So, shout out to anyone who does this, and if it. It is pleasurable and it works for you and yours. Have at it, whatever I, finds you. I would like to, I would like to add to this though. Twenty A, twenty dash A. Um, cut your fucking fingernails first. Oh Jesus, please God, trim them shits. I do not need to be poked by Wolverine. Trim and clean, okay. And yes, it makes sure they are neatly trimmed. Nobody wants a jagged edge. Yeah, neatly trimmed. Uh. Shave them down, sand them down, um, and and make sure they're clean. Like, don't stick your finger in me if you got earth under your fingernail, bro. Okay, don't don't do that. Putting par- fucking parsley and and that's just too much. Right? Just, yeah, putting, get that together. Putting motor grease and all kinds of who knows what and no, clean that shit. Wash your fucking hands and trim them nails. That's it. Uh, damn motor oil and it's too much that's enough yeah. just yeah wash yeah. your hands do not come to my boudoir slicing up my insides bro no ma'am no sir so the next one says start super gently to tease and help them relax it's subtle gently run your tongue around their hole then you forcefully lick up while pushing your tongue inside them following this you forcefully run your tongue back down with the backside of your tongue. Guaranteed bones and easier entry. Um, do whatever works best for you and yours. Exactly. You know, this yeah. seems kind of. I don't know how you give specific. Haphazard. I don't know how you give specific tips on how to do it because I feel like every situation is different. Because you may not need to do as much if the person doesn't have as much cakeage back there. And if the person's ass is big, you got to do a little bit more. Like, you know, there's there's a little bit more to the logistics, um, positioning matters. So do whatever works best for you. And if you try this and it works, then have fun, I guess. Uh, yeah, do what works for you and your partner. Because what one person may love, the other one is, is looking at you crazy like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Next up, it says, be experimental and pay attention to how your partner reacts to see what they like best. I feel like we've been advocating this since the beginning. Pay attention to what your partner likes. Pay attention to the verbal and nonverbal cues and make sure that 
you have their pleasure in mind. Last thing it says, just be enthusiastic because no one likes a half-assed rim job. I see what you did there. It says, if you aren't excited to do it, it will show. I agree. I think I've already said this. When you take on this task, okay, when you get that message and it says you're going to be eating booty and you decide to accept it before the message self-destructs in five seconds, then be committed. Okay, be committed. And if you get down there and the situation is not what you thought, then speak up. If the person exactly. didn't because this is this is not a test that you you do half heartedly like exactly nope. exactly I don't even know I just feel like like if if I'm gonna be down there back there whatever again I I have made a mental commitment and I'm like if I'm all I I'm here I might as well give it my all but I could see a situation where a person's like eh you know okay now let me fuck let me put it in. I could see that, but no, no, no. If you're going, if you're going to get back there, then give it your all. Okay. You want an A for effort, A for ass and an A for effort. Precisely. So that's the last tip. I guess you guys, if you have any ass eating tips, feel free to share them with the hashtag gay side pod so other people can see it. And maybe you will help someone and maybe someone will see something that they use on you later. So we're going to move on to my favorite segment of the show, and that is the queer query. Question. Okay, you ready? Yep. First question. What video game character or characters would you like to see have a live action movie that don't already have one? Um, the only one who comes to mind right now is Spyro the Dragon, and that's because I could not beat that fucking game on PlayStation. Come on, Purple Dragon. Come through, Purple Dragon. That goddamn dragon. Um, I said Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage is like one of my all-time favorite games. I used to be addicted to that game. All three of the games. Um, but in my mind... It would be Streets of Rage, but it would be centered around the second game, the story of the second game, because I would love to see all four of those characters, Axel, Blaze, Max, and Skate, fighting to save Skate's older brother. His name was Adam, who was in the first game. Um, and it's just a beat-em-up style, so there would be plenty of action. I don't think there's any... I mean, it's it would be a movie, so you know Hollywood would probably force some kind of love angle to it. I feel like the brother aspect should be enough, but you know how they are. Oh, they gotta be a love. No, let's just kick some ass. We nobody needs to be kissing and all that extra shit. But yeah, that would be my choice. Let give me a Streets of Rage live action movie. Next question: What producer would you want to produce your theme song? I have to think about this one for a moment. Hmm. So. I would want the legendary duo of Missy, Misdemeanor, Elliot, and Timberland to produce my theme song. Uh, and I would want them to dial into like some of their old shit that they used to do for like Genuine and Aaliyah. The stuff that at the time was ahead of its time and now we realize it's classic because the shit still bangs. 
like you a lot of those songs that they did back in the day in the nine early 90s not early 90s in the late 90s and the early 2000s that you could listen to today and it still sounds fresh give me one of those okay i got it i would say pre-kardashians kanye like before yeah. shit went real haywire. Yeah. Now, would it be pre-Kardashian or would it be, not to sound callous, but would it be pre-Donda yes. West's passing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, actually, let's take it. Let's take it way back. Because I, I feel like that was the first mark of the change in Kanye. And then when he got with Kim, that was a, another change that was pro- probably not as subtle as the first one. Um, but yeah, it it makes it makes a difference. I get what you're saying. Okay, last question, and we are going to wrap up this damn show. Regardless on if you've made peace with it or not, what's one regret that you have? I regret never studying abroad. Mm, okay. Come on. That's the one. Niggas in Europe. Or not necessarily Europe. I, you know, I think a lot of people, when they hear study abroad, they automatically assume Europe. But I, I imagine you could study abroad in other places and other continents and countries. I actually either would have gone to, I think, London or Hong Kong. Okay. You know what? I... <laughs> Remembering some of the things that you said on the last show, and I'm like, "Oh, you would have had a, a ball anyway. in Hong Kong." <laughs> okay, I see. I, it all comes full circle. Um, I well, this would have been before that, but you know what? You fuck it. You're right. Yeah, come on. The urge is always. Yeah, let me there. live in my truth. Yeah, let's let's just walk in our truth. I would say uh, I've made my peace with it, but I. I regret being dumb and young and not going to a college where I had support Um, because I had the option of going to a college where I would be by myself and a college where I had a cousin that was there like a year or two um, older than me. And foolishly, I chose to go to the college alone because I just I didn't want, you know, nobody. I just didn't want nobody around. I didn't want nobody reporting on me. I didn't want nobody in my business and in hindsight i you know i should have gone where i had family i feel like i would have had a much better experience i probably would have even gotten through it um because i don't mind saying that that i did not finish i had you know mental health is a bitch um but i just feel like if i had gone to college where my cousin was then i would have had a much better experience but you live and you learn Uh, again i was young and dumb and i was wanting to be on my own not realizing that that was not what was best for me at the time but i'm here now it's interesting that you say that because ironically if i had gotten a chance i probably would have gone further away for college well i mean the difference is I would still have been away from like my family, family, like my parents and stuff, but I would have had somebody that I knew that I had grown up with within arm's distance. Cause I'm sure 
she was already there and established. So she, you know, I wasn't trying to be up under her and I'm sure she wasn't going to be trying to have me up under her. But if I was having a, I could just, you know, imagine if I was having a hard time and I called my cousin and she would have been like, okay, I'm, you know, let's, let's meet up, let's do this, let's do that, whatever the case may be. Um, but again, I, I made a different decision in my life, went in a different direction, but all of the pieces that make you who you are today or whatever that after school special ass shit that people say. Um, and I think that's going to wrap up the show, you guys. So first up, um, thank you so much for coming back to the show. I'm always surprised when people want to be on the show, let alone want to come back. I'm like, really? The fuck? But you did. It was always a pleasure. You did. And I thank you. So uh, tell people where they can find you and uh, plug your business one more time. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Side Eye Special. That's all one word. It's S-I-D-E-E-Y-E-S-P-E-C-I-A-L. You can buy a vowel or two or three. Um, so my tarot business, that's Red Ink Tarot. So that's, uh, there's a, there is a hashtag. So that's also Red Ink Tarot, and tarot is spelled T-A-R-O-T for those who aren't familiar with it. Uh, my site is, for the moment, it's at reddingtarot.wordpress.com. And I also have a YouTube page, and that goes by the same name, Reading Tarot. Okay. Well, you guys know where you can find me. Go to GaySideStories.com. That's the hub for all of the information. Follow and interact on social media. All of that is in the show notes. Please take a little bit of time to go and rate on Apple Podcasts or I want to say Stitcher um five stars please you know if you don't like the show at least communicate with me about why you don't like the show before you leave me a one star por favor um also make sure you're sharing the show with other people that's how it grows and we get the word out and we have these awesome conversations that hopefully are helping people whether you learn something whether you hear some insightful thoughts or whether it's just something to make you chuckle and get you through the day Check out the Sounds of the Stories playlist on SoundCloud. And I I started it on Apple Podcasts, but it's not the whole playlist because some of those songs are kind of specific remixes and stuff that are a little bit harder to find. Or, I mean, I could do it, but I just kind of picked the songs that I really like to start off with. Thank you for listening. Again, you do not have to listen to this show. You could listen to... Tons of other shows. There's so many LGBT shows. Shout out to the John Effect and Here For It and the Outline with Kevin Dwayne and uh, um, No Shit Sherlock and tons of LGBT podcasts. But I appreciate you guys listening and coming back every week or every other week or however often you listen. It it means a very lot to me. Again, especially with all of the stuff that I'm going through in my personal life knowing that people like what I'm putting out there because it's, it's been very difficult for me to continue putting myself out there. So I appreciate you guys and we're going to wrap it up and get out of here. So as always, remember the lost commandment, thou shalt protect thy walls or thou may be the inspiration for an ass eating tip for loose walls. And we're out of here and give it a good rinse. Always hashtag a good rinse. Hashtag a good rinse.